Welcome to Everyone's a Critic, a show where a guest picks a movie rated below 40% on Rotten Tomatoes and tells us why critics got it wrong. I'm your host, Yanis Cove, a formerly pretentious film school student, 10 years later sees the error of his ways. My guest today is writer, comedian and podcaster, Stevie Martin. Thank you so much for having me. How are you today? I'm really good. I am... I, uh, yeah, I watched Hook like a week ago, so I'm really terrified that I'm not going to remember anything because I have a really bad memory. But I have, I've been walking around saying, um, life's the next great adventure, which then I found out wasn't the exact quote, but that's... <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, when does that come up? Because I don't remember it. But he says at the final line, and he says something like, life, that's the next big fun time. And I've been saying a lot about it. Maybe I wrote it down. Let me have a look. Probably did. And the fact that you've made... Oh, I've got it. Was it? Do you want to know it now? Yes. Okay. To live would be an awfully big adventure. <sighs> yeah, that's like that's like the proper P- Peter Pan quote, isn't it? From J.M. Barry. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm going to keep saying life's the next big adventure. That's what I'll get. That's more fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so you, you picked... Um, hook and you were like very excited to do it as well i was <laughs> usually people are like yeah i'll do this i'll do this one or this one you 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 really wanted to do hook well it's because i don't think there's many there was there's only as many like really critically panned films that i like normally i'm like yes yeah, about right and, <laughs> but then when you're young you do make poor choices. I rewatched Cast for the Friendly Ghost recently. Mm. That's a terrible film. And I was so disappointed <laughs> by how nonsensical it is. It's really it's mad. And so and I we were like I was so excited. It's got a really lovely theme ch- um sa- soundtrack and the soundtrack made me cry because I just remembered being oh. I was so desperate to be to have to be Christina Richie, Ricky, and have a ghost and have a big mansion. <laughs> like, you live in that mansion? I'd be like, yes, on the hill with the ghost. Um, yeah, I remember that coming out. I, I remember seeing it when it came out. I don't think I've seen it since. Fair point. That's, that's the way to do it. I've watched it every week as a child. And I alternated that and Hook. And so then when... I, I watched lit- Hook a lot as a child, yeah. I watched it so much and I, I, I just, ah, oh, it was just exhilarating. So it was and it was so nice because I, I was going through the list of the like films. I was like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, that's quite bad. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And then I, like, it's so, it's so nice when something just jumps at you immediately. Because like, oh no, I mm. love that film. How dare that film be on this list? Ah, yes, I should pick that film. <laughs> what, did you, so what's your like history with it so did you see it when it first came out or did you see it like later on no so i like i saw i taped it off the tv yeah um as with all films um that's what it was like in those days that's what it was like in those days um and we had like a little book with all of we had like little stickers of numbers on all the cassettes and then we had a little book mm. with all the numbers and then there'd be a lot of um a lot of high tension in the house because I would forget to say <laughs> that I'd taped over something or whatever. And then it, <laughs> and so my, my dad's phrase, put it in the book. Um, <laughs> you had a proper book. Like we, I just wrote things on and then like people would scratch it out and then write something over it. <laughs> I know we had, we had a book. Um, 
that with all the num like a, the numbers on pages and then corresponding to the, the, the wow. pictures. That was my dad's influence. He's very organized as a person. Um, and yeah, me and my mum, my sister, well, well my, my sister was about three, so she wasn't really expected to keep <laughs> up with the book. But at 10, you know, I was, it was now time yeah. to stop fanning around. And yeah, Hook was on it. And it also meant as well, which is what's so great about those um, old VHSs that you taped off the TV, was that you had the advert breaks which were annoying but then when you get older and you look back you see like yeah. insane adverts from like <laughs> 90s that it's the literally some of the uh, oil of ole for women adverts are just being like <laughs> are you old do you want to not and it's great that's part of the experience you, for me do you ever go back and like watch those adverts on youtube or anything they're so funny yes I'm it's like saying. some people do collections of them now and like it's so funny it's amazing that we were like that no one was like Hang, what's going on everyone was like yes i accept <laughs> that like it was so on the nose everything was so on the yeah. nose and so <laughs> unsubtle i mean it still is sort of to an extent but and everyone looks the same in adverts every single yeah. person is like uh, a thin attractive white person all of them mm. and they're all yeah. buying things and being like i like this and then look at <laughs> 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 my favorite from back in those days was the uh, the diet coke ones with the uh, with like the shirtless man that everyone would just like lust over yeah i remember as a child being like making that connection of when you got a diet coke being like oh like the diet coke man but not really understand like because i just didn't understand what you yeah. why the women were looking and like well there's a topless man but i'm six so <laughs> i feel enough to when i drank the coke be like i'm drinking it like the shirtless topless sexy man <laughs> <laughs> disturbing yeah <laughs> this this movie is not disturbing i don't think well actually there is one scene that disturbed me slightly but we'll we'll get to it uh i think i might know what you're talking about right. but we'll get to it we'll get to it when it comes along like mention it when it comes along um but this the, the funny thing about this movie at least the ratings on it it's 29 percent from the critics which is very low and then it's 76 percent from the audience from like just people that's insane. but that's that's why I've, i don't believe in these i, I do well, i've never seen such a difference it's so it's because it's like a cult classic yeah with those things it feels like people sort of explain it away by saying oh yeah it was just it's got like a cult following hasn't it but it can't all be people like 35 year olds ironically saying that yeah exactly and also if the thing is and I feel like this really strongly, is often films that are targeted at children, if they're not perfect, will get much lower critical yeah. ratings. But Because it's not for them. Like, it's not for some, <laughs> like, 50-year-old man who, like, his favourite film is Michael, that film about the paedophile. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not... That's not for... <laughs> Like, he only watches Russian films. Fine. Like, Michael, the film about a pedo... Hang on, I, I need to Michael. bring that back. What, what are you talking about? Sorry, there's this film. I think it's German, <laughs> but it might not be. It could be Austrian. It could be any it's like a um foreign language film called michael and uh, <laughs> I, I, it just came to my head because um that was a film that when it came out uh, like everyone was just like oh, michael's so good it was like great watched it it was <laughs> it was horrifying but it was a very like it, it was a very that was the film to say that uh, yeah you see michael it's like well no it's not on any of the cinemas <laughs> so i no, i haven't 
um, but it was a cool <laughs> film to like. And, and, I thought you were talking about that John Travolta yeah. film about an angel. <laughs> Where he's an angel, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, why I was like, why Why did you call him a pedophile? <laughs> sorry, I get confused, just interchangeable. Uh, no, very, oh God, I love that film as well. Um, uh, no, only because I liked that because it was like, I only seen Greece, and then it was like, but what? John Travolta also is a, a beer-swilling, uh, g- gross angel. Um, <laughs> but yes, the idea being that you, yeah, the, the hook is not for film critics because yeah. you're just not going to enjoy it. That's obviously not, it was, it's for people like me, you're 10 mm. and you've not read Peter Pan, or if you have maybe, and you love Robin Williams because he was the genie in latin and that's yeah. where you're br- that's the only energy you're bringing to this film mm. other than like pl- i mean i think it stood up way more than casper i've, I've only got that to you. <laughs> um and uh, the plot is mad but at least it makes sense and also look it's a rollicking good time <laughs> great opener <laughs> <laughs> it's um yeah it so it came out in 90 i want to what year did it come out 91 i think i don't i don't have the it's saying give me the streaming release date so that's not helpful at all um well i thought it came out in early night yeah i was trying to work out how old i was when it came out so i would have been like two or something so yeah. like <laughs> I didn't say this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but but I was what what I was thinking was like I've always known it as well. I don't remember a time where I didn't know it, and so I don't, I can't place when I exactly saw it, but I know that I definitely saw it at a very young age, and like I so Robin Williams was my childhood as well. Like every, he was in so many things. So like this Mrs. Doubtfire, Aladdin. Um, toys just toys! i just remember so- oh my god also sorry but i know this has probably been brought up in this podcast but flubber like flubber like yeah it is that doesn't stand up but like <laughs> I, I saw that in the cinema and i absolutely loved it when he did that his hands <laughs> went really far back because he made them do that oh my god absolute red rug to a ball loved it i haven't got that on the list now i need to look up what it's rate is oh bad like i think it got yeah, I think it, I think it, that and like that was his like that was his uh, phase before he um, realized he could do like horrible creepy man like an insomnia. Yeah, one hour twenty four percent. Yeah, bad, isn't it? But I loved it. Robin Williams just sparkly, <laughs> kid like, childlike energy, which yeah, as a kid you were like, oh, I'd love to hang out with a Matt. I mean, I've read his autobiography and he wasn't like that but uh <laughs> oh he was a bit but it had all the things going on but like yeah. Yeah, cocaine um but very much you kind of like re- i related to he felt like a big kid and so i wanted to like play with yeah him, like hang out with him and stuff like yeah with all those like fun voices and his he just seemed not like all the other grown-ups and so mm. he, i felt like he was really well cast in hook like i think he's like the perfect there's nothing there's anyone else that could have played peter pan no i i agree with this the peter pan site like well i agree when he so here's my thing with it what re-watching it now so i i was loving when he became the young not the young peter pan but like when he be, when he like reverted to his childhood like peter pan style when he gets both when he was 
<laughs> Seriously, yeah. clearly give him something. He looks like really young. He's <laughs> really tight. It's like, what have you done? I think they probably like, maybe like done the thing, you know, with like, with like a po- po- ponytails and you tie them up. Oh, no. Up. I think that's literally what, what, what they've done. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go on. I, I loved it when they did that, but when he's playing his adult self, I really didn't like him in this. Did you not? Okay. No. So what, what did you think he didn't do it um, convincingly? I I found him really annoying and I know that's the point of it. But at the same time, it's just like he didn't feel right in it. But being this adult, yeah. it just felt so off with him. And even like, but I know he can do these roles net, like later on in his career. I know he did, he did them really well, like from sort of like Goodwill Hunting onwards, he was doing them like, he was doing those serious roles on, but I don't know. It felt like it took so long to get to the Peter Pan young stage again. Cause it's probably like halfway through the film. Yeah. And I think that's, that's maybe the, I did. I found that I did feel like it was, it got, it, t- it did take a lot longer to get to the reason why I was watching the film, which is like Peter Pan and, and fun and flying and stuff. Yeah. You are watching like a sort of quite dull, dull man be a bad father <laughs> for quite a long time. Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time you saw it before um last week do you remember um i will have been at still at school so like yeah 90s early 2000s i don't, yeah. I don't think it i think probably late 90s um, what was your so what was your reaction watching it again uh this time round? i <sighs> It's difficult because I think it's difficult to watch something that you've loved so much with complete I know. kind of non-biased kind mm. of... It's also... It was a collection of me, like, remembering scenes. And so there's, and yeah. there's a, a bit on the... Uh, when he's on the flight and he's frightened of flying and he's, like, yeah. really rigid. I used to think about that all the time. And yeah, yeah. I always remembered that. And um, and I always thought as well, like, the I always... I forgot... Jack is his son and, and the baseball and how sad like how sad it is when he, when he doesn't make it and he's just he's such, he also I forgot how pathetic he was as well so when <laughs> when like he gets sort of humiliated mm. by not being able to fly when he go, when, and it would be sort of skipped ahead but like when, when he goes to Neverland and like he can't he can't like through the eyes of his kids, he just looks so good. I do, I, I, I just was remembering that rather than like critically engaging with how well he was performing that. So that's why I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. is he yeah. bad? He might be really bad. I've absolutely no idea. Cause I was just like, ah, yes, this bit. And then it leads to this bit. And then and also as well, I completely forgot how absolutely incredible the cast is. I completely forgot like Michael I know. and like but Bob Hoskins is in it. I, I totally Bob Hoskins that. is so good in it. Bob Hoskins is incredible. <laughs> he's so good um but yeah it it felt i think yeah i didn't i thought i did think he was good i did think that um there was some like i think it was too long before you got to to neverland and it, and it and which is odd because i'm an adult so i should be fine watching i know stuff and as a kid i was yeah. absolutely fine i did not think it was too long at all maybe i was like coloring in or something while i was watching <laughs> doing something else probably um, mm. but yeah it's a two and a half hour movie so like halfway through it's a long time to get to it um but i didn't re- i don't remember it being that long as a child no but i do not and that's that for a two and a half hour movie for a child is a long movie 
because you i'm used to like 90 80 90 minute movies back then yeah as well like, so like i'm surprised not to continually compare it to Casper, but Casper's like an hour long. Like Casper is so, <laughs> so much happens in no time and there's no build up to any of it. So you're just like, oh, th- th- we're at this bit already. Well, hang on, we've only got, oh, we've got 10 minutes to go because the film's only ending. And Do you know the only bit I remember from Casper is the bit where Dan Aykroyd uh, runs in as the Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, that's a quite a good joke. But then that's it. That's the only good bit. That's the only reason you remember it. Yeah, I remember nothing else from that movie. God. But, um, but yeah, there's something like quite nice about like how the f- if you don't like the film, then obviously then it's just like, oh, that's even a lot more, more film that I don't like that I'm watching. But like to <laughs> respect kids' attention to the extent of being like, no, I'm going to give them like a full full film. Yeah. However, it is too long and they, they mm. could have chopped out that middle bit like you didn't you got the the things that you get the idea like yes he's a loser he's obviously going to be peter pan so we can get to him being told he's peter pan yeah um <laughs> but i think it's the spielberg thing of like father son uh troubling relationship that he loves doing that in every one of his like he used to love doing that at least in a lot of his movies like and so I think he was just like, oh, yeah, I'll do Peter Pan. I'll do this, like, sequel to Peter Pan if I can do it like this. Yeah, because didn't he, like, leave and then come come back? Oh, did he? Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought he, I thought he like, l- left it in... He, th- th- they were going to go in one direction with it, and then they didn't. They went with another... And then he came back and then directed it. But, like, I don't, I don't know. That might be a lie, so check that. And then edit it out. It's not, obviously. Um, but, like, yeah. Well, his films as well. His films are always, often, often very long. Um, yeah. But they're, yeah. when they're good, it doesn't matter because you're just like, no. Oh, it's magical. But that was, I felt like it was, like, slightly over because you kind of knew where it was going. So you kind of just wanted, you just mm. wanted him to fight. Like, you wanted Maggie Smith to just tell him who he was. That's funny. <laughs> what i wanted oh yeah maggie smith i thought she was that old and that was my first um realization as a child that you could do like makeup like that because really my parents showed me a picture of what she looked like in normal life and i could not get over it in my head she's always like a 90 year old woman i know i I constantly think of her i know that's all i can think of her as (gasps) to be honest i don't i don't see her as anything younger than that yeah she's always like yeah she's always sort of late 60s woman always yeah. or nine <laughs> i want to know what she looked like then actually yeah yeah i have no idea i've got well i remember seeing it and being absolutely like could not believe it and they were like well, yeah well they put like wrinkles in it was like how <laughs> amazing it was amazing and then they like did the reverse for robin williams just, and they yeah. botoxed him yeah or t- whatever they did but it is weird when you see i did find that that sort of through it was like what they, how have they done that they, it's not they don't have cgi they haven't smoothed his face they i think they have botoxed him or they've like <laughs> stretched his skin back like oh that's really weird it's like a have you see in the simpsons when he looks thin and then you see the back of him and he's got like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's talk about the the I'll do the basic synopsis of it, but so it's basically like Peter Pan has left Neverland and grown up and it it's like, how many years later? Like 
40 years later, 30 years later, I don't know. Yeah. But he's got a family. Um, and he's a grown man. And um, then he goes back to London on a... So he's an American man. <laughs> and he goes back to London on a uh, like a trip to see family and everything. And to, uh, to see uh, Wendy. And at that point, Hook returns and steals his children. And so he has to return to he he he's forgotten everything. He has to return to Neverland to save his children. And he also like is a shit dad and like his son yeah like him and he's a horrible yeah just very neglected. he's just he's obsessed with business. Man. It's the American dream. Yeah, he's just obsessed with like sales. Yeah, <laughs> hot sales and and like and office work. Yeah, it's not entirely clear, but he's selling something and it doesn't matter. But he has a giant uh, flip phone. And... Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's the 90s phone. Such a 90s phone. It's so, yeah, the bar is so low for representing what an adult does in a kid's film, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really is. Just like, get those papers on my desk by Monday. And then you're like, right, well, he's, he's got a job. So I understand that now. He's got an important job. <laughs> and he's, he's about to sell something for millions or he's about yeah. to buy something for millions. I don't know. So, like, same <laughs> and it's, sometimes when it's really good, then they mention like the Japan markets, but like, <laughs> that's only... Oh, the Japan markets were such a big thing in those days as well. Like, that, that was a really big thing in all the films. It was huge. <laughs> so like, we've got to get... We, the Japan markets are opening. That, that, that meant yeah that meant you were really in business <laughs> i mean that is what i thought business was back in that back I when i was a child i think it is because i've not ever had a real job so i'd like to just live my life <laughs> believing that that's what you do just being like buy sell japan markets are opening and circling back a lot i mean it's not far off of what what it is good. <laughs> to be honest good good to know that if i wanted to like dip my toes the actual working world that that would be i could just rewatch <laughs> hook and then just say some of the things that robin williams says in there and then that'd be fine apart from obviously when he's in neverland i would obviously. did you go straight into stand-up comedy then no I, I was a journalist for like well i still am for like 10 years so i am um, oh, well wow. or six years so i uh worked for women's magazines but i um only worked in an office i worked in an office for four years three different titles and then I went freelance in 2015 so I even that as an office is not a real office it's like a lot it counts (laughs) it does but no one's buying or selling and the actual business (laughs) was very much far away from like the editorial where we're like so has anyone like had sex recently would like to write about it that's basically (laughs) that was like the vibe um so uh and everyone being like no <laughs> like oh <laughs> that's a shame um but so yeah so, so whenever i do see like i'm still at kind of um surface level um uh by south japan yeah. and always will be i promise <laughs> fair enough <laughs> i mean i went from marketing to nothing marketing is ultimate that's that's a great that's my friend it's gone from being a marketing person to uh, being an actor. And when she talks about her old job, that's grown up. That's like, what is that? You know? So it's a grown up. <laughs> I, I had to learn on the job. So that was Even that, stressful. That's amazing. It's just so many words. So many like, yeah. cool words like email. <laughs> email. <laughs> and 
Instagram. Yeah, like desk. Like I don't. <laughs> desk. <laughs> I did have a desk. That's a me- that's really great. We had a hot desk, mm. so you just like in people. Oh no! Times you're like, oh great, like yeah, it's rubbish. I still, I still never understood the point of hot desking. That like blows my mind like why people do that like, I just don't understand either because it's just not really saving any money i mean it's not about hook is it really but like, it's just it's just it's just a, it, you like i'd like to have a bit of security yeah the same things every day on my desk allow it to accrue then do a big clear out because i've got too much stuff that's what i would like then you end up yeah. sitting in other people's stuff it's like someone's jumper mm. like, who, like whose is this and it's like <laughs> marketing <laughs> my friend told me that he he's got a hot like he has to hot desk get his his job and he has to like run in early every day to get his like favorite desk oh so it's added stress it's like in restaurants when they're like oh can you all the food will come when it's ready you're like yeah okay and then they're like oh can you all like they don't serve it so you have to go and get your cutlery and your plates and yeah. your seasoning and like your napkins and then then you have to go and pay at the till. You're like, oh, hang on, I might as well have just like gone to Sainsbury's. Like, I don't understand why I've gone for a meal. Are you just shit talking Nando's now? Yeah, well, I just go Nando's. Yeah, but just like go there all the time. But yeah. the idea of like, yeah, like yeah, you've got a, a you've got an office, but you also have to like it's like a beach with your towel in the morning. You have to like bag yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one needs that on a holiday or otherwise. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, yeah, back to the movie then. Like they, they, um, they. So it opens with a um, a Peter Pan play that they're all watching and um, <laughs> starring his daughter. <laughs> and uh, Peter's in the audience, and uh, his daughter's playing Wendy, <laughs> and then his his phone rings and he answers it in the audience. Yeah, the, yeah. Also, and is it, did that not jog your memory, Peter, in any way? I know that's a good point. <laughs> He's like, uh, absolutely. Like about like a day later, when Maggie says, "Like by the way, you're Peter Pan and I'm Wendy." He's like, "I this is brand new information. <laughs> absolutely no way of knowing that until now." He's just watching. It's like Peter and Wendy are on stage. Do you not go? Oh wait, I'm Peter, yeah. and my one of my friends is Wendy. <laughs> so crazy and um, yes i yeah as well that is another classic trope of like the yeah. although people do i've interrupted myself there people do do um i would have said that no one does that no one like in the middle of a play the kids school players like hello japan no one does that <laughs> but having we've got like a co-working space in the kind of comp it's like, if, if I say the complex I live in, that sounds like I'm like I don't know living in a prison. But um, <laughs> it sounds like you're a cult. Yes, which I am. Um, <laughs> and but there's like a little writing area. Yeah. Like, okay. yeah. And so everyone kind of goes there quietly, and I no longer go there because every single time there's someone who's like hello, and then just stays there, and and everyone <laughs> and sees everyone else like visibly shrinking away and like putting more and more headphones on their ears and like covering their heads with blankets trying to soundproof it, and they just continue. They have like full video calls. It's so rude. So actually, I think it's the height of realism, and I applaud yeah. uh, that. No, I think I think it's quite realistic, to be honest. Yeah, I, I've definitely seen that happen, and like not to the extent it does in this. Not yeah. not where he's like talking over the play, but no, it's literally they can't hear them. Yeah, but also, I because I 
I now have to know that's the bar for human behavior is now so low for me that I'm like, yeah, fair enough. And you probably <laughs> see it as well. And then that would be more realistic, actually. Yeah. Shit on the stage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, but that's, that's the perfect, like, yeah. Oh, mm. he's, he's too busy for his kids. Yeah. But they don't really get that annoyed until he talks about how he's got like his business to take care of on the day, on like a specific day. And then Jack's like, hang on, that's the day of my big game. And he's like, don't worry, I'll be there. <laughs> you have my word. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you know he won't. And also, he's yeah. just shouted over the top of a play. Like, that's way yeah. worse. That's so much more yeah. destructive for his child. He's so... Aw- like, the thing is, he's awful to both of the kids. And, like, the other... The daughter, whose name I don't even remember, gets, like, pushed aside. Like, is her story is not that important to... Yeah, to she's just sort of there, isn't she, throughout it? Because it's all about... She has... Ev- everything happens the same to her. Yeah. But, like, it's all about Jack. Like, I, could, yeah. I couldn't visualise... I think the daughter's called Maggie. I think. Possibly. Um, but that's only because when I was rereading the plot synopsis, I was getting confused with Maggie Smith. And then I was like, <laughs> of course they've not called Maggie Smith Maggie in the plot synopsis. That must be the daughter. Um, but I could visualise Jack's face, but I couldn't. I didn't. Re- I didn't remember the daughter at all when I was rewatching it. It was like, oh, it's like a whole new girl that I've never seen before. <laughs> yeah, I had no. I didn't really remember the daughter to be honest. Um, Nothing to do, which is I know. Too, it's all too common. In mm. films, yeah. Um, Moira, of course, has a huge part. Moira, the wife, obsessed yeah. with child, obsessed with the name Moira. Could not really, could not cope that a woman could be called Moira. It's like that's, <laughs> that's not. It's like you've said mirror wrong. That's <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a six-year-old called Stevie. Like no, Moira's a mad name. Um, very bigoted child. Wait, I thought Stevie was your nickname. No, that's my actual name. Yeah, oh, okay. it's fine now. But when you're six and it's like 1995, everyone's like, and also you live in a very small town. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Which you know is is the least problem that people have with uh, with with names, but it's still quite annoying. So I just have any legs to on being mean to Moira, but I just found my name Moira so brilliant. Anyway, sorry, go on. I was gonna say like, as my name growing up was not even now it's not the easiest thing to like for people so yeah well this is a thing i was talking about I was, i've been talking about that with a, with a few friends recently of like i've been i found out that i've mispronounced for years names of my close friends because and they've mispronounced it to help white people pronounce their names <laughs> so upsetting but also like yeah because when you're like six you don't yeah. have the confidence to go to an adult sorry actually it's pronounced you know Yanis, yeah. or, you know, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not whatever you just said or any of the other things. So, and then you start to say the name. I've also probably mispronounced your name. What ha- is, no, you got it right. Is, is that a and, yeah. But the, 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 the idea of like, as a six-year-old being like, excuse me, <clears throat> like you can't, it's only when you're like 30 that you're able to do that. So that <laughs> you're called the wrong name. Like, oh God. Yeah. Anyway, but but we can say but like we can say Moira, Moira, and that's all. Like Christopher's got a P in it. Like everyone's <laughs> fine with that, but everyone's like, I'm sure you're going to be called like Yianis, Yianis. Everything you can imagine. Janice, Janice was a common one. Yanis. Yanis. My favorite one was on the ET. This is a tangent, but like on the ET ride at Universal Studios, they would they they would. 
like take your names down at the and at the end he would say goodbye to everyone and he would like eat, name each person and I was uh seven or eight years old and he told me he went goodbye yay anus <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like oh god it's so bad isn't it oh god I wonder why people like oh god I've got a, a, a couple of friends who are like Malaysian and their names are like Phil and it's like yeah, because their parents were like, give them a name yeah. that's just easy. <laughs> they don't yeah. need the, that's it, and that is that's the option. But it's so it's so sad um, when there's fucking Moira's kicking around. Fine. <laughs> Although you did question it, I did question it, but that's only because I'm fed up with people being like, so Stephen Stivels Steve, is it Stephanie? Is it though? Is it <laughs> like no? Anyway, that was a tangent, but I just felt very strongly. <laughs> but, um, so this is when he says he's going to go to the to his big game but then he's like then it cuts to him uh, it cuts to him in his office and he's like playing around with like his fr- in, like all the, all the other people in the office yeah he's like i don't know what he's doing exactly they're playing catch or something like base some kind they're playing baseball themselves i think even yeah i felt like that was what they were trying to show it's like look he, he's even like he's not even doing actual work he's yeah not with this kid <laughs> He, he it looks like he's intentionally delaying leaving yeah but that, then they don't really like make a thing out of that so it's like does he not because you have to believe that he loves his children and he loves his family yeah. otherwise the film doesn't work but then if he yeah if he's just like i prefer to just sit and play catch in the office than go home very difficult to have because <laughs> no, surely he knows where he's going when he leaves yeah yeah it's very it's very difficult to have sympathy but then again, I was watching it from the perspective of he is a nice man who is actually Peter Pan, and so he yeah. is. So I, I just like I just forgive. He's been corrupted by his adulthood. I've been corrupted by him, yeah, and also the genie from the Aladdin, a different film. I've been corrupted by that. Like, oh no, not you! I said he's been corrupted by his adulthood. Oh, he's been corrupted by his adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yes, I thought I'd been, and I was like that as well. But um, <laughs> yes, it is, I suppose yeah, it is that like yeah, it, I do very very. Uh, clearly remember thinking like just how boring and rubbish being an adult looked like yeah it made me not want to be an adult and so i guess that's a good thing that they they're showcasing uh that they want to show i guess that's the one they want to show yeah um and so he arrives at the (laughs) he arrives and obviously everyone is gone from the baseball match yes (laughs) it's like how late were you he was like seven hours late like he got the <laughs> so baseball is the longest sport as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, yeah. It goes on for like days. Yeah, <laughs> he's really yeah, he's really fucked up. And, but it's um again as well. Like it's quite, isn't it? Quite a it's quite a big ball. It's quite a big ballpark that his yeah. son's playing in. And for yeah. years, I used to think that was just films, not just baseball, but like you know, like. Uh, college football like American football mm. and it would always be like all the bleachers and like huge crowds and then like it was only like a few years ago and I was like oh it's actually they actually put loads of money into their sport and actually <laughs> they do get to play in something other than yeah. the school gym where we get to play I know it's so terrible compared like we get like such terrible sports places like compared to them so bad and just so like rudimentary and so then yeah I do remember that being like god it's his son's playing on like he's like a professional baseball player. <laughs> he's really good. He's playing with the adults. 
<laughs> and um, yeah, so he arrives when everyone's gone, and then it's like, and then it cuts to the um, them on the plane going to London, and it's like there's turbulence going on, and Peter's very nervous, and then Jack's like very, uh, and then Moira says to says to Peter, go and sit with your son, and. <laughs> He sits next to him and he's like throwing the baseball and smashing everything. He's yeah. like throwing it against the window. Like and the oxygen mask comes down. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? It's like. It's awful. Son's a pain in the ass. Like... He really is. He's, he's not a. I, I found Jack really annoying watching this. Yeah, he really is. And you can understand why he's like, like, he's like stop it. And he's like, like well, yeah, because you're being a dick. Like, if, if you're sat <laughs> behind or in front of or on the same plane, as again throwing the ball up so hard, yeah, the oxygen mask came down. You'd, yeah. you'd kick off, like, yeah, yeah. I probably would have done the same thing as Peter at that moment. Yeah, no, I, I applauded him. Also, I've only <laughs> just, I've only just made the connection between Peter's afraid of flying and oh, really? Peter yeah. <laughs> Just now. No, I wrote down symbolism. <laughs> well, it was very deep because my entire childhood, I did not make that connection. Oh, that's awesome, <laughs> isn't it? I, I'm sure I didn't make it, the connection as a child, but like, watch, re-watching it now, I wrote it down. <laughs> Another reason why it shouldn't... Oh, that's very good business that they did that. That's very good. Mm. One, one for the adults there. But he's also afraid of heights later on as well, which is the yes. other thing. Yes, that's... Um, but there... But, Peter says to him, you need to grow up. And then they get to London and it's the most Christmassy London scene ever. Yes, well, this is why when I moved to London, I was absolutely devastated because it's like all the films, I think it's like Kensington Palace Gardens or something that they live in. I know. Well, (laughs) it's so nice. On the whole of the, in the whole of Europe or something. It's like, oh, well, like, um, I mean, Paddington was not when I was growing up, but if I just watched that, those Paddington films as well, like that's kind of I know. Notting Hill, like that. It's like, mm. oh, cool, you move to London. And even when if you live in like a shit flat, like Hugh Grant in, Hot- in Notting Hill, it's still like in a beautiful area <laughs> with it. And then you get there and here and you're like, oh, no, no, <laughs> that's not what. <laughs> I mean, even in Notting Hill, like <laughs> he's still living in Notting Hill. Yeah. And out on a book a uh, book uh, shop salary <laughs> yeah he's living and it's, and it's like not a bad flat like it's no it's actually quite nice and all of the scenery is lovely it's like oh no what will happen is you'll live in a shit flat in a terrible area as well that's yeah. crucial and <laughs> it it the whole thing will be depressing it for until you're quite rich actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, that is, their house is staggering isn't it oh it's so it's huge like, also what does wendy what did wendy do like how did she inherited it probably yes yes the darlings are quite wealthy aren't they <laughs> i don't remember anything about the original peter pan so like you, if you remember i never read it <laughs> i watched it i never read it no i didn't i didn't know oh right the, the, the disney one i didn't know I've, I've i've never been interested in any really peter pan i liked um remember which one it is finding neverland not leaving neverland finding <laughs> neverland um but i seem to like things that are around peter pan more than i like the actual story of peter pan yeah. a bit too um i think i was gonna say a bit too unrealistic but then like i love the lion king and that is just animals talking but that is that is realistic of what it would like to be, be like to be an animal perhaps um <laughs> whereas peter pan always felt a bit bitty and a bit like i didn't i didn't yeah. really like wanted to be any of the characters or 
Kevin. No, I agree. I was never into Peter Pan as a child, but I loved Hook. So yeah, I don't I, I don't know why. I think it's just because it made it more magical because you saw how mundane the world was or something. Maybe that. <laughs> yeah. I also wanted to be a lost boy, so. Oh, does that? Yeah, yeah. I was really panicky because it was thinking about being a lost boy because it was like, yeah, but I do want to go home sometimes, and that was what, <laughs> what sad. Um, but yeah, Christmas in London. They all arrive, and it's like it's they go to Wendy's house, and they find out they go back every year, but Peter hasn't been back in ten years. Right. Which is also like I feel like they should have just made it that he hadn't been back since he was a whenever he left yeah i don't know why they made it 10 years yeah that did seem strange but yes so so and what is i'm trying to remember what's the thing so he because he there's the idea that he came so like the chronology being like he was peter pan yeah then he would come back and visit wendy and then fell in love with wendy with wendy's daughter so then stayed yeah. so then when he stayed who brought him up wendy <laughs> And why is he American? What? Why is he American? Because he... Yeah, that's a good point. Because he would have come back... Because also, as well, like, when he, when he like, rediscovers that he's Peter Pan, like, he's, he's like a 43-year-old Peter Pan. Like, it's not like he's a little boy. Yeah. So did he come back <laughs> that age <laughs> as, like, a 43-year-old man? <laughs> like, <laughs> developed this accent and, like, fell in love with a, with a very young woman. Oh, like, can he age? Can he? Yeah. But people he only never so, grow old. No, only you can only never grow old if you stay in, in Neverland. Neverland. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Right. So that, okay. I, oh God, that must have been terrifying then. So he, so Wendy <laughs> had to watch, Wendy had to watch, a, old Maggie Smith, Wendy had to watch a young yeah. boy who she sort of loved. And so, who she knew for like 40 years. 40 years, who visited her like constantly. Get like, fall in love with her daughter because she was too old and then, and then become like a 40 year old man that is so it's horrifying <laughs> that's oh that is classic like oh god right you should i'm very i, I don't think wendy has been given enough in this film now i'm not <laughs> really engaged with that but that's that's traumatic i only really clocked it when um it, like when you see that point of um, him, him young, and he goes and like kisses Moira. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. See, at that point, I was just like, lovely, correct. It's, <laughs> but then I haven't, act, of course, like that. Well, him and Wendy were presumably in in, in love because you know why you, yeah. you don't do that. You don't you don't leave Neverland for just anybody, do you? <laughs> and then bone their daughter. No wonder he hasn't been back, actually. So they they, they, they they definitely should have made it. He's not been back since. He's, like, repressed his memories of it because it's so traumatic. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, why would you... What Can you imagine what the Christmas was, like, 10 years ago? Because that's quite close Ooh. to the time. Everyone's just like, hello. <laughs> yes, I'm still... <laughs> I'm still... Yes, I've got a like, family. So, are you yeah, old? and I've just had a child with your daughter. daughter that's fine. And you're still too old, so... I don't like God, and 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 then just t- Tinkerbell somewhere in the middle, just ruining, almost ruining the film. But but I'll talk about that later. Oh, good. I'm glad you said that. Because <laughs> yeah, absolutely I... weird and creepy <laughs> and upsetting decision. Yeah. <laughs> so he hasn't been back there in ten years. Um, and she, 
And she says something like, Peter, you become a pirate. And I can't remember why, but she says that to him. Um, oh, it's because he's like talking about his business and they say like, oh, every adult. Uh, oh, and he's like spying and selling or something like that. And like, that's supposed right. to be like a pirate thing. Um, and it's just symbol. It's just a thing for later on. Like he, he is like Hook, who is a, a pirate and adult. Um, and then the wind, the giant windows were open. The, the um, what they called the um, bay windows. What are those bay windows? Yes, those are open. And he shuts them. He's like very scared of them, and he yells at the kids. <laughs> and then he yells at the kids because of his deal going wrong. <laughs> and Moira throws the phone out the window, <laughs> and he gets pretty angry. Yeah, his million his million dollar deal goes wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. So powerful, so strong, Moira. And, it, and when it like lands in the snow, because that's, t- that's yeah. the end as well. It kind of yeah, it's, it's been there for like however long, a month. <laughs> yeah, just no one's thought to go inside and get it. <laughs> um, and so Wendy tells the kids like a bunch of stories, and uh, while they, oh no, I was gonna say they um they've gone away. Uh, they go to like Wendy's thing, but she hasn't gone there yet. Um, and she says something about. Oh, the kids say something about a scary window washer stealing Jack's ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Hook. So I'm guessing that's Hook or, yeah. or Smee. Do we think Hook sort of like... No, but it feels... Not... When I rewatched it, there is an uncomfortable element with Hook where it's like you go around just stealing children. I've just realised what happened. What? So, so, So... He said, they say a scary window washer stole Jack's ball, but at the end, you see Smee as the window washer. Oh, it's Smee who's like, right, I've, oh, oh, God. But hang on. But isn't, oh, yeah, but that's confusing, isn't it? Because he's not, is he? He's like a normal man. So I always took that to mean that it had all been a dream. But we can talk about that. Yeah, I see, I thought the same. I took it the but same maybe way. Maybe Bob Hoskins is a, like a groomer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And oh no dirty work there is something that is there is an element to that isn't there like it feels as you yeah in, in real life when you're an older when you're older and after all the stuff that's this sort of come out where essentially yeah. everyone's a paedophile it's very like you can't watch it without thinking like oh occasionally it's like just a grown man on an island uh with loads of kids mm. that, that's fine and he also he's mm. psychopath and weird as well and like it, it, there is a weird element to it but the, what i thought was nice was that they didn't the peter when um peter banning becomes peter pan and it is with the lost boys there wasn't i didn't i didn't feel that had any particularly no. weird moments it was just like no. quite, like him and him and rufio and everything i thought it was actually done really nicely probably because he's mm. like a nice man and is having a nice time and they're teaching him and he's not like whereas hook is a bit hook feels creepy it is a bit creepy and something about yeah. with vegan stuff and you're like well, i don't know like what are you doing what's going on what else have you hidden you know <laughs> maybe hook is michael <laughs> maybe hook is michael all along shit <laughs> um so hook uh so they they go to honor wendy at great ormond street <laughs> for like um uh, for her what she's done for orphans yes um Unclear. what she has done unclear but probably just given a lot of money yeah uh, that's it probably and then everyone stands for her and it's like this huge deal and <laughs> and, it, and while that's going on hook returns and steals the kids um they come back and 
glass has been broken, lights are all off, and um, the children are gone. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember his name, but the guy is just having like it's the guy with the marbles that lost his marbles. To- tootle- tootles? Tootles. Something like that. He's got some name like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's been like, he's terrified. He's like, oh, I tried to stop it and all this stuff. But he's slightly off. There's something wrong with him. I quite frightening, that scene, as a child. Yeah. I yeah, it. definitely. I hated that. <laughs> and then Phil Collins makes a cameo as a policeman. <laughs> oh, yes. That was a real... Uh, I did not... Yeah. I'm sure when I was younger, one of my parents were like, that's Phil Collins. And I was like, I don't know who that is. So... That it meant nothing to me until now, and still I was like, "Why is he in this?" It means the bare minimum. It's the it's it's Dan in Casper, isn't it? It's that. <laughs> he just showed up one day. He was like, "Oh, what's going on? Can I be in this?" And they went, "Yeah, fine." Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, See, I always used to get Bob Hoskins and Phil Collins confused as well. Yes, yes, they've got they've got similar energy. <laughs> Chappy East London vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wonder if it came from this. I think that's we found the source. Yeah, that has to be. Yeah. They are very similar in this. <laughs> so they, um, they, but they tell, so Wendy starts telling Peter, oh, you have to go. You have to go and you have to remember. You have to become Peter Pan again. How far back can you remember? He's like, I don't remember anything before 12. <laughs> Which, again, when you're talking about that element of like, pedophilia yeah real bad again it's <laughs> yeah it's really bad it is because it's like as well fascinating that you would live your entire life not knowing anything before 12 and thinking that was fine and not being like maybe i should look into this maybe I that's a good point that old woman who i grew up with maybe i should ask her if anything would <laughs> happen but i suppose the idea is that yeah like he's repressed everything so much maybe he thinks that he God, maybe he thinks he was abused or something, and he's like, "Oh, oh no, they want to go go there." And he's like, "No, it's fine. I was, but not in the bad way. In the man with a hook for an arm, in another land." <laughs> and then that's much better. Oh God! I just like to think that, that doesn't exist in this world. <laughs> I just want to imagine that. Yeah, no, absolutely not. But when you say it out loud, it's like, "Oh Jesus, yeah, it's not great." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Peter does think Wendy is crazy at this point. And then she's like, don't you know who you are? You're not Peter Banning, you're Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he deals with that, as I'd imagine. He was just like, insane. Yeah. Just like, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the other thing is, like, also, does Moira know about all this? Or is she just like, knows none of it? I think um, uh, nobody who wrote it cared what Moira thought. She <laughs> <laughs> because because like while they're all gone she's kind of upset for a little bit yeah. and then like just deals with them all being like so her kids and peter disappear for a long time yeah she's just in a chair just, like... isn't she, with a blanket and she goes over to the, the bay windows a lot and looks out like... <laughs> but yeah she's um yeah she's not she's she just she's just sort of like a woman that just things happen to and, and then she's like yeah you know, <laughs> And then she's very happy when they come back, and that's very nice. But like, yeah, you don't get to kind of feel her her pain at all. Yeah, it's think. no, it's no like mum in Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, mum needs uh, Moira needs a lot of therapy after this. I think that's I think everyone does <laughs> really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the so I wrote down at this point. I love the shadows in this because like I I love what they do with like 
it's yeah. it's very it's Spielberg. You know Spielberg can direct. He, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's one thing he does. The well. best way of doing it, wasn't it? It's like seeing it is lame, but then the the shadows just makes it so magical and so like yeah, real like realistic. Like it feels like yeah, really happening. God, I'm, yeah, it's mm. so exciting. <laughs> and uh, he opens he opens the bay window and Tinkerbell gets in, <laughs> and he's so <laughs> he says to her, I don't believe in fairies <laughs> um which obviously like if he's repressed everything I, i'm not gonna believe in this uh but what so what's your thoughts on tinkerbell then is it like you don't like tinkerbell the character or you don't like tinkerbell in this oh it's very actually it's probably quite complex i think like at school all of the like popular girls loved tinkerbell and had like loads of tinkerbell stuff so oh. it would make me be like oh, shut um <laughs> and it was and then there was this element as well where they sort of, and I didn't obviously at the time this was happening, I wasn't like thinking about this, but just looking back on it, they did sort of like sexualize Tinkerbell to an extent. Yes. She's like this like mm. sexy baby girl. Yes. With like a tiny skirt and the way it's always like, she's like looking really coquettishly and it's, and that was the sort of, I guess, the maybe the vibe in the Disney thing, but not as much as then suddenly. Not as much as this, yeah. It was on like, but even like before Hook, or maybe it was around the same time, but like, the Tinkerbell image on just like a ring binder would have like a flirty message on it. And it'd be like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Sorry, this baby wants to have sex with me. Is that, is that what I've got on my ring binder now? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> and she's very young looking and it's also very weird. And none of the other like Disney girls had that element. So I suppose they, they'd be yeah. like, oh, she can be the sex one. <laughs> like we've got the book one, the bell. We've got the the I was gonna say the lion one, but Nala wasn't really. She wasn't a Disney princess. We've got as it all well. I think of oh the the poor one, Cinderella, the povo one, fine. And then um, the one with the tiger, Jasmine. She's from another country. That's acceptable. That's all we'll do with that. And then like yeah, and then you've got the sex one, which is just Tinkerbell. And so then I sort of understood why they did what they did with Tinkerbell and Hook, where they had like un like not very not unrepressed very much repressed uh, feelings for Peter Pan. Yeah. Then they showed I in the hated film. Hated that though. But I, I I hated it as a child. I remember being yeah. like, oh, I feel really uncomfortable watching it. I didn't know mm. why because I think oh, Julie Roberts is the wrong. It's the wrong. She's it so wrong for it. It doesn't work. I can see. Julia Roberts would looks a bit like a, a a fairy. She looks a bit like a Tinkerbell type. Fine, but then it's like you've got one wish, and a wish is I would like to be a very big woman, and <laughs> she's a big woman. And then she, and then the kiss is so uncomfortable. And I think like, it's oh, I hate she it. Should be a little light, like that's what she should be. She should be like a thing that you mm. don't understand quite, and yeah. Is a, is, a, is, is another being don't make her like mm. julia roberts and then get off with her in, in also quite a bad kiss scene that is actually quite it's because they're so mismatched as well yeah they they're really not... mismatched she she feels too young but like yeah and also as well that there's there is a there is a there is a constant in um in films especially in like older films where before everyone kind of realized it whereas like and this is a mean thing to say but it is sort of like incredibly hot women with like and mm. robert williams is a lovely was a lovely man <laughs> but he's not supposed to be a hot man in this like <laughs> and he's not so he isn't like no. and, it, and it's really like 
oh, I don't know. Also, also, also as well, like the last time she saw him, he was probably like, what, 10? <laughs> and now he's like 43 and she's the same age. And then she's like, yeah. Like, it's, no. That's a good point. What is she, how old is she supposed to be like? In her twenties, or what? what she's always she that be? age, or, or I know. Waiting for him to get older so she can get off with him. Like, <laughs> did she always fancy him? Yeah, it's, it's it. There's too, but also as well, there's you almost can't intellectualize it too much because it's just it's just a wrong scene. It's it's really yeah. missed. It really does not work, and it feels mm. uncomfortable and too sexy, but not in a sex like. It feels just feels wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. That's that's my whole issue with. Tinkerbell in this as well. <laughs> it just feels very weird Bond, Bond and disgusting. Like, that's fine. Sad <laughs> when it's like, oh, uh, she's dying, and then they have to like. That's both sad. A little light's fading. Look very uh, innocent, pure. I'd like to be a big woman. No, <laughs> no, no, I don't get it. <laughs> but she kept. So she carries him to Neverland. She like takes him along. And uh, so they fly to Neverland. He wakes up there and um, there's pirates everywhere. And I I wrote down at this point, the sets on this are so good. I love them so much. Yeah. And it just reminded me of, that made me feel like a child again watching that, which is like seeing all those sets. And it made me me think of like when you go to a theme park and have all those, all of that sort of stuff as well. I just, I loved it so much. Yeah. And Um, now they have, now you can tell CGI and stuff. Yeah. Whereas they, there's something so special when it's actually real and you feel like you can go and touch it and you could be there and you yeah. play on it and you could, whereas now you know if it's CGI, you, you sort of, there's a bit of dissonance, isn't there, where you kind of... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Again, I think like with all of this, it's very, um, you could feel like you can, you can be a part of it and then the thing with the CGI stuff, you, you, I don't think I've ever felt that. <laughs> yeah you always feel a bit separate you, and you always end up I, well I always end up being like wow great CGI rather than like look at how cool it is I want to be in that world and uh, yeah. start like uh, being more aware of the effect rather than the actual like world yeah yeah <laughs> bloody avatar fucking up for everyone <laughs> uh. <laughs> can't wait for the sequels oh um, my god <laughs> <laughs> but Smee picks up a hook He's getting like the hook made. So what, like again, like what was Hook doing before that? Is he just getting a new hook made? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. What what happened to his hook? The um, I thought I thought that I used to think that scene. And I still think it's great. It's a great introduction to yeah. him in the world because it's like yeah, it's I, I did just too. a symbol, and it's like so, and they they build him up a little bit, and it's like yeah, it's very exciting, mm. and also as well how uh how sharp his hook is. It's good to be reminded, isn't it? But yeah, why, yeah. has he got like a loads of spe- Well, he does. He has a collection of hooks, doesn't he? Do we see them at some point? Oh yeah, you're right. He does. Yeah. He does, yeah. But, but they all sort of look the same. So we've just got loads of the same hooks, which sort of <laughs> out. He's a bit of a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> but he, yeah, the first thing he does is put a man in a chest with a scorpion. <laughs> yes. Really setting his stall out. Um... <laughs> Really horrible that. Scorp- yeah. I was uh, sort of obsessed with scorpions, and I think it's from that film just because I, I thought they were the most ugly and upsetting looking and like evil looking creatures. Like <laughs> they're so, oh, and I think it's from that scene. I think it's oh, it's horrible. Well, I I don't know that. Yeah, I I've never 
I don't really think about scorpions that much. I, I, I don't. <laughs> but there is that thing of like when I there's that tweet that went round of like when I was a child, I thought quicksand would be more more of a thing than it was yes, than it is. It's huge. Yes. <laughs> so there's all those things that like you 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 think of as a child and you're like so scared of them and like now you're like oh well. I've never okay. seen a scorpion and I I probably won't and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, quicksand, huge. That, I loved up to it because that was so true. Like, okay, learn that you shouldn't struggle and you should like drive something. It's like, I'll never need to know that information. Well, <laughs> or like, uh, if you see a shark, punch it on the nose. Like, I'm not going to. So that's, it's really good to know no. that I probably just put <laughs> situation. Very simple. <laughs> but uh, so it's Peter sees the child, the children with um, with Hook and everything. He's like, oh, these are my children. And then uh, Hook's like, oh, who is this imposter? that can't be Peter Pan. <laughs> oh, I hate, I hate that scene because I hate, I felt really bad for him, uh, for Robin Williams, because I felt like... He's so pathetic. He's so pathetic and you know he's not going to fly because narratively he can't at that point. Yeah. Um, it'll be too early. And, I, and, and he's been like a terrible dad. So yes, mm. it's understandable. But you haven't like seen him get consequences particularly. And so then when you no. see the consequences, you do feel quite bad. You see him through his, his kid's eyes, and his kids just think he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. And, it, it, and he, yeah, because he climbs up and he tries, he's like, first of all, he tries to pay Hook off with a check. Yeah, that is <laughs> just brilliant. Do you take American Express? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so he climbs up and he's forgotten, he's forgotten everything. And he's just like hanging there, just like lying down, lying on the, like, <laughs> on the thing. And he's like, um, then uh is it tinkerbell that says i'll i'll give you one week and i'll get him to shape yeah which again that is very unrealistic because just just kill him like you've he's your nemesis you've wanted him this whole time i think he just doesn't believe it's him oh, do you think yeah yeah i thought see I, uh, that's okay right i think i've i've literally just been like he knows secretly because he took he might yeah. no but that, he might just be having no. fun with it he just might he just might want to fight peter pan again yeah there's no there's no actual evidence that he does know that it's peter pan is there really in any way but it's just in my head no. like i think he does know but he so i don't understand why he doesn't just kill him on the off chance because he's the man who just put um, another man in, in the box of the scorpion so that's it, true yeah it doesn't matter if if he thinks he is or he's not it's just it's just a guy <laughs> So why would you, even if it's not Peter Pan, why would you prefer to fight the man after he's gone and trained for three days? Why wouldn't you just yeah. fight him now when he can't do anything? But look, yeah. that's splitting hairs. It's, you know. Yeah. Anyway, he gets three days. They gave him three days. Yes, yes. That's instead of a week. Time. <laughs> that's enough time to learn how to fly and fight like a ninja. Fine. <laughs> and, and then the, the weirdest thing happens. One of the creepiest things happens at this point because he falls in the water, and then the mermaids take him oh. and kiss him. <laughs> I've actually blocked that out. That's another weird, creepy scene, isn't it? What is that? What it's is the like purpose the of that scene? scene? I don't understand why they did that. The tone. What is the so purpose off. of the scene? And they're like, oh, and they just, oh, yeah. I remember that would make me feel really uncomfortable as a child as well. Because we're like, yeah, I don't understand. It's sort of a sexy thing, isn't it? But like, what, mm. like. There is no need for it. It never doesn't come back. It's no. not like they could have had like a really cool, interesting creature. Yeah. yeah. Or just one of them. 
just to, to help, but it's done in like. Why did they have to kiss him? They have to like get off with him, yeah. Like because they, they, they don't give him like proper seat, like you know. No, they're not. They're not giving him air or anything. But they are, aren't they? Isn't that the thing? Because that, they're. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it. No, I know it doesn't feel like it. Doesn't, but I think that's that's the. I reckon that's the idea. Like, but then, but otherwise, that is just a man falling into some water and there's loads of women going off with him and then he gets out. Like, <laughs> it has to be air. Because they're like fish and they give out oxygen and taking carbon dioxide. Do they? Maybe. I don't know. I think that is. I, I think it is, but, it, but it's so poorly done. They, it yeah, really is. They really need. I can't believe I actually. I blocked that out from. As, I'm uh, not surprised you blocked that. Yeah. And I blocked it out from last week as well because I, I, I got so like. This is why I need to make notes because I, like, I would have, I would have, no, I would have noted that down just as like no. Yeah. <laughs> but I wrote, I wrote down at the time. This is creepy. Um, really creepy. They, he get, they, he gets carried to the island and he wakes, and then, uh, <laughs> and then all the lost boys get woken up by Tinkerbell. Yes. And so you finally get to see the lost boys, and this is where it finally starts to get like it finally picks up a little it's bit. Good. What do you mean a little bit? Yeah. Absolutely rollicks along. This is the best bit. No, I mean yeah. This is where it starts like yeah. building its energy. Um, because you get you get the Lost Boys waking up, and then they're all yelling "bangarang." They're all yelling "Rufio!" Dude, Rufio I, swings in. The, the greatest. I love the. I love the idea so much of like, how can we show he has got the magic back? How easy would it be to have just been like, I don't know, he'll just like look better, and like there'll be some sparkles or something. Or as well as considering the way that they were going down, he'll have sex with a tree or something because they were getting more and more like as was going on. But then to make it so that it's that he so like it's fake food and it's like air food, like oh. no one can eat. This is I can't eat. And then and he's like, this is stupid. And then when he kind of believes, it becomes real. Yeah. It's so good. I thought that oh. was exciting. It's amazing. Because as a kid, although I did think. <laughs> that I wish the food didn't look so weird. <laughs> oh no, I'd love that as a kid. <laughs> okay. I love that so much. I was like, oh, this food looks weird and amazing and so colorful. It all looks like sort of um, like pick and mix, uh, <laughs> yeah. like the mousse, <laughs> like it's like <laughs> wet, slimy, uh, blue ice cream. But like, it, yeah. it's, but it's- uh, I wanted it as a child. That's so interesting because I was like, oh no, I'd prefer if it was crisps. But I was very boring as a child, so that's- <laughs> I just want crisps. I prefer crisps actually. Um, but I remember once when I was little, um, we had like a, a bunk beds and the bottom bunk bed was taken out and then we would have like a little like play kitchen in there, me and my sister, who yeah. was very young. She was, she, she was still in a cot. And one morning we woke up and my mum had put real food in the kitchen. So we could actually make breakfast with the little, yeah. little pans. And it was the greatest, it was genuinely like the greatest morning of my entire life. And I think she did it because of the hook thing. I think like, that, so I've got like a real like affinity with that. Of like, I just love miming food. I don't know why, because you just go in and get some food from the kitchen, ask your parents for some food. Um, but- It would have been amazing if she's, you, your mom just like left like, uh, uh, like porridge or something, and then some coloured, like some, some food colouring. Yeah. <laughs> like, go oh, to town. No, it's not this food. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but, but it would. But yeah. That, the, also, the idea of a food fight as well is like the dream. Oh, it's so fun. That's that's like the clearest memory of this film is that scene yeah. to me. It's always stick, stuck out to me. Um, but they they do first like try and train him for a little bit, and um, <laughs> there's the little boy who is just adorable. He's so just the sweetest little boy. 
and he's the only one that believes him of course because he's the cutest one so yeah he must believe him yeah <laughs> and i saw a picture of him in on imdb and he looks the same but just with like a little beard oh my god great great <laughs> that's my, my favorite I, 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 I should check that out I haven't, I haven't looked at what the lost boys all look like as they grow up i mean they're all like older than us obviously but <laughs> Rufio, I, I always felt like um, I found that character arc so moving as a child. <laughs> I loved Rufio. Rufio was my favourite character. Same. Oh, just the best character. Just amazing. He's such. He's so charismatic and so like you. you everyone wants to be him. And his hair. Be friend. His hair. His hair is amazing. Yeah, just the, the the weird mohawk sort of thing. The red stripe on it. Like, I love it. <laughs> Um, Rufio's like the, the kind of the leader of the Lost Boys though and he's like he's, I mean he is the leader of the Lost Boys um, he's um, and he's the one that doesn't bully Peter and he like gets into a little sword fight with him um, and he's like kind of almost like being protective almost being a bit jealous of him yeah because yeah because he's like yeah he took over and now when he's back that means that he's not the leader anymore and yeah. it's hard power play yeah and he's, a, he's slightly older than the rest of the Lost Boys as well. He's about 15 and the rest of them are like 10 and under. Yeah, I um, thought he was like a man. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Fully grown man. Um, and so all the Lost Boys decide to train Peter um, while Hook is teaching, <laughs> while Hook is like taking over, like looking after the kids and like uh, getting him to smash clocks. And <laughs> Yeah, love that. And also, again, like, he... Kind of grooming Jack a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he makes Jack... He's trying to turn Jack against Dad, doesn't he? But then, and, but then the daughter's just like... Yeah, no, the daughter's... <laughs> yeah. Okay. And they're like, all right, fine. Just just do what you need he's to do. He's there <laughs> as well. Being like, yeah. No! But, um, yeah, that's a good scene, this, this, the clock smashing. Yeah, and he, like... He gets him upset because he's like, "Oh, did your dad go to your baseball game? Did your dad was your dad ever around and all this stuff?" Yeah, and it's like, true. Well, "Yeah, that's true." Yeah, I understand. <laughs> so that's why he starts smashing the clocks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I felt really. I thought I felt really sorry for Jack and those things. I felt like the the actor yeah. did a job. I thought. Yeah, he did. He is. Yeah, he's good in that scene. Um, and then then we got the dinner scene, which is just iconic. Uh, and then uh, Rufio and Peter get into an insult battle, which is. Just, Oh, that's so good. Oh, yes. <laughs> Have you written down some of the insults? I didn't, because they, they were coming so thick and fast. They're so thick, they're so, yeah, like, they're, they're great. Um, it's like, uh, I love it when people are trying to be rude, but it's PG film. Yeah. Like, you can't, it's like in Harry Potter with the concert, like, Ron, you git. It's like, oh. yeah. Uh, as- <laughs> oh, I remember, yeah, even at, when I read that as a child, I was like, oh. <gasps> Git. Yeah, get me. I think I, I I thought it was jit for a long time, <laughs> and then like git. Yeah, that does sound worse. But like, yeah, it's it, it it's it's so it's always so lame because you want to just be like, I know. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Rufio's like you, you smelly butt, and something like something like that. Yeah, and it's all about him just being like a like a fat old man, isn't it? It's like oh. yeah. <laughs> well, but also yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not wrong. Yeah, but Tinkerbell's because <laughs> um, it's building up to. Oh, um, then they have the they have the food f- fight and uh, Rufio chucks a, a coconut. 
<laughs> so the whole thing is that it's an imagine it's imaginary food. There's no actual food there. So Rufio is chucking an imaginary coconut, and then R- Peter grabs his sword, spins around, and like slices through the coconut as it's being so. And then like that's when he's finally back to being himself, like the young Peter Pan that he was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Thud Butt gives <laughs> gives uh, who also amazing Thud Butt. So um, <laughs> he gives uh, Peter Toodles marbles. Yes, which is very which is really sweet. Despite sort of like even you know not really understanding who Toodles is and and sort of that, but then that that sub that subplot is that he's he used to be there and and you know he left on yeah. But it's the, I love that they had that in it. Like I thought they yeah, really like really sweet. a bit of a depth to it that they didn't need yeah. to, but it yeah. made it a bit yeah. It just made it really sweet and because everyone thinks he's mad and he's oh mm. he actually has lost his marbles. Mm. wordplay <laughs> oh actually like the, the clock scene happens now after, right after that yeah but anyway like Peter um, it's a long film there's a lot going on yeah H- Hook says make, uh, you gotta make time stand still <laughs> mm. uh, and then there's the baseball match and uh, Peter goes to steal the hook <laughs> so Jack is playing in the baseball match with like all these elderly people yeah. <laughs> um, I also I felt I feel really I, I used to get very upset when he was when like you saw him with Hook and he was doing what his he should have done. I used to I know I know it's very sad and like <laughs> why why didn't they have a scene where the child was in a play and Hook like gets a phone call but doesn't take it like why didn't they have that yeah. as a scene like, yeah have it for both have it for both should have ended with that <laughs> that would have been great. It's just a full circle. Um, and then uh, Jack hits a home run and then Peter gets hit in the head by the ball. <laughs> yeah. And, and sees himself as a younger Peter Pan in the water, in the reflection. Yes. Yeah, that was... Uh, never understood that. Fine. No. <laughs> so this is actually, if you just like lifted it out, it'd be fine. It's and you strange. would cut maybe like... Yeah. 10 minutes off like yeah that, the mermaid scene the tinkerbell kissing scene they're three chunks yeah there's, there's gotta be there's i'm sure there's more in the first half but like yeah just lift it out don't need it <laughs> um <laughs> this is the weird bit this is tinkerbell in her dress oh. and then uh yeah i they get off peter peter finds a thimble and remembers everything they find thimble remembers everything um you find out she took him and he flew he flew home um but the window was shut and his parents had forgotten about him yeah like his adoptive parents i guess i don't know um so so he chased his shadow into wendy's house <laughs> and it's young Gwyneth paltrow <laughs> yes okay. did not remember that didn't remember that didn't know who she was at that point no probably didn't know who she was yeah. that's a good point um <laughs> And this is Wendy kept growing up, and then he comes back, and like Moira's a child, and he gives Moira the kiss. Yeah, there's something creepy about like, and I know that that's part of Peter Pan's thing about the kiss and the thimble. It's a bit like, yeah, oh, just leave it. It's a thimble. I know. Just leave, please, just leave it. Like, because <laughs> also like Wendy's watching over them as it happens. I know. <laughs> um. But then he grew up and wanted to be a father. You find out, and he's um, and at that moment it cuts back to him, and he starts to fly everywhere, 
Um, I like that. That was a good time. Yeah, it's really it's a great scene. And Rufio hands him his sword, and he starts to crow. He does the crow oh, noise. Does that crow? That's the best bit. I'm not gonna do it. It is. It's... Can you do it? No. Uh, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have a best. I'll, I'll obviously have my best shot at it. Hang on. That's gonna be the the promo. It's just that noise. Yes, it should be. No, no context. No context. It's just you making that noise. I'm having quite a nice time on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, you did it again. <laughs> I just hope. I hope each time it'll get better, but it's still just. Not that bad. It, the first. I think the first time was better. Okay, it's getting worse. I won't ever do it again because I, I peaked. I peaked too soon. I say that I haven't done it myself, and I'm just, not gonna do it. Have some alone time in your room. Have a go. All I'm saying. <laughs> just make sure them stand around. Do you want to yell bangerang as well? Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> your boyfriend's just there, like, what the hell is she what doing? Thing? I'm just on someone's podcast. Bangerang! Oh, just... <laughs> <laughs> um, but t- uh, Tinkerbell's sad, and <laughs> and you you find out like because like she knows it's about to come to an end yeah um there's an explosion and suddenly she's life-size <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah of course your favorite moment yes when tinkerbell becomes julia roberts large large <laughs> life-size julia roberts and then they kiss and it's weird and let's move on should, um <laughs> jack jack is now dressed like hook <laughs> and uh oh yeah with that big wig he just looks absurd yeah <laughs> and then uh they and then that all the lost boys and jack and 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 peter pan come like come like battling in and uh jack wants to stay though mm. and peter fights all the pirates off <laughs> and then you find out peter says the nicest thing which is jack my happy thought was you uh which is what helped me to fly yeah which is sweet. That is sweet. It's not <laughs> enough. Rufio has to die for Jack to want to. Be- oh well, yeah. Let's get to that. <laughs> like I would have thought that when he said that, Jack would have been like, "Oh, okay." But he's he's sort of like he likes it. It's a nice comment, but he's still not fully convinced until he sees like Rufio die in his dad's arms, and he's like, "Oh, okay." Oh, uh, they so like first of all, this thud ball, <laughs> which is that thud butt rolls into a ball, <laughs> but. Makes himself That's into amazing. a ball and rolls out and knocks it, knocks everyone down. I, I don't know how they did that. It, I have no idea. It looks incredible. Like it looks it like does. I've done it, that, but obviously it looks good now. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It that actually does hold up. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they did with that. Um, and then Smee like runs away and starts stealing things, stealing all his jewelry and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, classic, classic costume. Um, and Rufio, Rufio fights Hook. <laughs> um, which is very sad because um, uh, what? But Jack realizes Peter Pan's my dad, and it's such a great scene. Like all all of this stuff going on is so fun uh, until Rufio gets stabbed by Hook and dies. That's that is that is so sad. The only the, is it the only death in the film? Yes. Uh, yes, I think so. Except for like inconsequential pirates, sure, but like, that's fine. Yes, I feel so, it's so sad because it's um, then when like so then when Pete when he eventually leaves Deathland, 
Like, yeah, they don't have a leader anymore. <laughs> well, they do. They they well, they get a leader. Well, yeah, but like, but Rufio is the best one. Like he, like, I know. Why couldn't they? Have, I don't know. It it just it, it feels like Rufio has such a hard life. He like spent his whole time trying to match up with Peter Pan, and then and then and then dies. And they kind of gloss over it as well. They kind of just like move on. Yeah, and. <laughs> I don't know. They don't. It doesn't seem. To... <laughs> so first, first of all, Pan Peter Pan fights Hook and um, and I think I think uh, someone says I believe in you. It must be Jack that says I believe in you. Yes, I think it is. Um, and then there's like the whole clocks. There's all the clocks going off, and then uh, <laughs> Peter removes Hook's wig, and you see how pathetic he is. Yeah. Again, obsessed with the fact that when my parents were like, and the actor isn't even bald. And I was like, but he took his wig off and he was bald. And they're like, he's got another sort of bald mm. wig on underneath and he's got hair. And absolutely, I could yeah. not cope. I feel like we haven't even spoken about Dustin Hoffman in this though. Like we haven't even spoken it, about it, him. It's odd, isn't it? Because he's, he's obviously like such a massive part of the film, but he's also oddly not. I don't know. He, he, yeah. He's really, but also I think he's, I think he's great in it. He's so good in it. He's commits completely. Yeah. And it could be really cringy. It's actually yeah. like so close to being cringy that I'm sure yeah. people will find it cringy. But I think it's like perfect level of like, yeah. I'm not in a kid's film. I am Captain Hook. And I, yeah. that's what I am. Yeah, he's fully committed to the role. Yeah. And it really works. Um, and you, I, I always forget it's him. Yeah. I always forget it's him, which is so rare. <laughs> <laughs> not not for him brows. i mean it's always it's always it's rare when people are playing a character i forget it's actually them yeah um, it's especially when there's someone as famous and as well known as just yeah um <laughs> and then they were like they're like oh let's just leave him he's just a mean old man yeah. and then i wrote up no he's not just a mean old man he killed rufio <laughs> yeah i know he what what's the, the daughter says like he's just a mean old man who yeah have a mommy that's something it's like yeah it's actually very astute but he has murdered he's a friend. he's a murderer yeah <laughs> he's murdered a 15 year old boy yeah and also just like as well lives on an island with loads of like fight just fighting boy little children all, all the time yeah and kidnaps two children yeah um <laughs> but he he like gets uh the crocodile like comes crashing down it's like a crocodile statue sort of thing it's like made out of wood and it comes crashing down and eats him yeah i think i didn't understand the significance of the crocodile and the clocks and stuff that yeah that would make sense if you weren't a peter pan fan that they didn't you didn't really understand what was going on there yeah but it's weird how when you're a child you just sort of go yeah he doesn't like clocks okay i'm on board like he doesn't like clocks. I don't know why, but he doesn't. And then when they think of it, it's like, oh yeah, he's the things fall on him, so he's dead. Whereas when you're when I'm older, I was like, oh, I never really, I, I really, yeah, didn't get because it's the obviously the crocodile's swallowed the clock and so frightens him because yeah. He, and it's the whole thing of time as well. He doesn't want time to change. Oh yeah, God, wow, I didn't even think of that. Which is why he's smashing all the clocks. Yes, I just thought he didn't like clocks again. This is a real, yeah. I don't think I get the <laughs> of films very. <laughs> I just like the man really hates clocks. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But they they they, they go to fly home and um, they leave. Peter's like, just leave me, give, leave me like five minutes. I'll, I'll you go on ahead, and he uh, he goes to like give one of the new one of the lost boys the leadership role. 
and he gives it to Thudbutt. Yes, that is nice. Which, like, <laughs> makes sense because it's, like, Thudbutt, the little boy, and, like, we don't know the others. <laughs> yes, it has to be him. But also, I just don't feel like he... I think he's great, but I don't I don't know if he's going to be the best leader. He's, no. We need a Rufio character, but... Rufio- we either need a Rufio character or, or to say to them, you can all be your own leader. I kind of was hoping for that, yeah. And actually, I thought that is what happened. And then when he gave it to them, it's like, well, that's <laughs> cruel. Because um, he also, like, he, he goes up to, like, each of them, like, kind of, like... Uh, no. <laughs> kind of teases them. Yeah. No. Like, that's actually it's really dramatic. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, just, just, if you're going to do it, just say it. Like, they don't need yeah. to <laughs> create more competition for these orphan boys that have no parents. <laughs> But um, so Peter gets the kids are at home, uh, <laughs> and Peter wakes up in the park. Yes, for some reason, mashed up and like it's like he's a drunk. And it's like yeah, woken up in a park, <laughs> just had a rough night out, <laughs> and that's when you see Smee as the cleaner, it's the window cleaner. Yeah, which then I always have been like, sorry, which is why I have always been like, um, oh, it's a dream. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then... But then they continue it. Yeah, so then it's not, is it? Um, so he climbed up... He climbed up the window. He climbs up to the, to the window and he, like... He says, like, oh, I told you never leave the window. And uh, Sorry, I told you never close this window or something like that. Yeah. Just, like... Um, and then he gives, back, he gives uh, the guy back his marbles. Uh... What's his name? Tun- Toodles? Tundle? <laughs> what is his name? Tobbles. Something, whatever it is, he gives, he gets back his, he gets back his marbles. Toodles. <laughs> Toodles. Yeah. Okay. He gets, he gets back the marbles and, <laughs> and that, that character's like, oh, I'm finally, I'm going to, f-, and he starts to fly away. Yes. Yeah, he goes back. He goes back to Neverland. Look, that's very nice. That had to happen. He wasn't. He yeah. was. He wasn't it's very sweet. In this world. He'd be better. <laughs> now he's just gonna be the oldest man in that world in Neverland. Yeah, the old, yeah. There's one old man and all the lot of boys, <laughs> and I'm sure that'll be fine. Oh, that's true because all of the hooks, like cronies, aren't gonna be there as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then then we get your favorite line. It's, Do you want to say it again? Next adventure in this life is to la- have your life. <laughs> Correct. And then, then it's the end of the film. Thank you. One of the greatest quotes that I've ever remembered. Stuck with me all these years. What, what is the actual quote again? Uh, to live would be an awfully big adventure. Oh, yeah, that is. It's consistently much better than all the ones that I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's, it's a nice ending. It um, is. Because also... It, it's a it, nice film. There's not really any other option. The other option is that he brings the Lost Boys to London and, and they're like, <laughs> become bankers. Like, you don't want to see that. <laughs> and then they kiss his children. Yeah, and then he'll get off with, yeah, his children. <laughs> and then, God, then the cycle just never breaks. So it's good that he's broken Ugh. that creepy cycle. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but it's a nice film. Yeah, it, I, I, I really... I, I think it still holds up. Like, I, I don't think it's anywhere near as bad as they say it is no not at all also i don't think it's like apart from those two creepy scenes it's not like yeah it's not like a problematic film as well 
it's not like it, it's just fun also yeah it's for kids so if i was a kid now watching that i it doesn't mm. look it doesn't look as as shit as i thought it would look as well because it's not i know for cgi that is dated not like yeah. actual when you build an actual set like that it doesn't date because it's just it's exactly pretty... there's only one bit of cgi which is him flying uh yeah. to neverland and that's the only bit but it's like yeah, but you're fine. It's, it's three fine, seconds. Yeah. So it's fine. You kind of like, yeah, I've almost like forgotten that. But yeah, because also because the, the the like you said the, the shadow stuff is so nice. It's like yeah, um, yeah. I I I'm really glad that I rewatched it because I, I was kind of worried, and I get worried when I rewatch lots of things because you kind of things get ruined the second time round when you watch it with a a more a more sort of cynical yeah, eye. and that just made me feel like a kid again, which was actually nice and also every reviewer is wrong <laughs> they really are wrong like that what so one of the reviews did say um something like it's, it said something along the lines of like um none of the none of the things that they set up will make sense to kids and that's why it's a detriment to it but like you said then you said like um you didn't understand the clock stuff and you didn't understand this, the crocodile stuff, and you were still fine with it, you just went along with it? Yeah. So, like, obviously, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. That stuff only matters to adults. Like, yeah. kids do not, as long as it's, like, a very simple through line that is very clear, which it is, all of the other stuff is kind of... Very much, though. ...by the by, you know? Like, and, and there yeah. is so much... Yeah, there's so much stuff going on. There's so many, like, subplots and, yeah, like, different... You care about so many. You care about so many of the characters, and I think that is yeah. a part of it that is quite important. Whereas, because in a lot of kids' films, you'll care about maybe like the main character and maybe one other person, but the mm. rest of them are just sort of ciphers. They're just sort of like very nothing. Yeah. Whereas this was like you cared about the Lost Boys, you cared about yeah. Jack, and also the daughter, even though the daughter wasn't that interesting. But when you're actually watching, you're like, well, I hope she doesn't die. And yeah. you do care about Robin Williams's character and, and Pe- Robin mm. Williams' character, Peter Pan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, Peter Baring. Baring? It's weird that it's called Hook. <laughs> it's not about Hook at all. It's about, it's very much, yeah. I suppose it, it's just, it's a better name than Peter Pan because that would be very boring. Now it would be called Pan and it would be that other foot that you, you know the other one they did recently. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Which is also a much worse name than Hook. Yes, that's true. And as well, I think the mark of it being a good film is that it's they obviously did like Finding Neverland, which was about a different element of Peter Pan. But in terms of like approaching Peter Pan as a character, I think mm. that's the best. I feel like that's the best approach of, of yeah. it. Whether or not like it was the greatest execution of it, I think that's the best idea. He is a man yeah. grown up, so you can see that all of that. I can't think of a more a better way to present that character mm. in an interesting way than that, other than just to have him as Peter Pan, which is fine. But that's been done a million times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just I'm I'm gonna I'm refusing to read any of the actual reviews because they'll they'll make me too, too angry. <laughs> I read them there. It's the stupidest reviews, and I don't want to read them again. <laughs> um, okay, do you have any final thoughts on on Hook before we move on to the final segment? Final thoughts on Hook? No, just great, just great. Yeah. And I wish that uh, Tinkerbell hadn't got big. <laughs> or was Julia Roberts? Yeah, like yeah. Although she could be fine as Ju- as Julia Roberts and just not got big and snogged. Oh it. right. 
She's yeah. fine as like, I guess, as like, a, I, I suppose. But like, they can't, but <laughs> yeah, that's, no, no kissing, please. <laughs> okay, so the final segment is, um, what is a movie that you uh, hate that is loved by uh, critics? Yeah, it's really difficult because I um because I forgot. Just like you were like you were saying about. <laughs> Sorry, everyone forgets. No, I've, I've, I have got one though because I've. Oh, you actually got one. I recently. I'm just trying to remember because I recently watched something. Um, No Country for Old Men. Oh, okay. Uh, because I think with the Coen Brothers, I like them when they're uh, funny. And yeah. like when they're, oh, when they're not so uh, speculative, rambling, and it's all about like state of mind, I found it really lo- over long, and also I found it really boring, and I was really right. disappointed in myself and angry that I found it boring because I was like, this is supposed to be one of their greatest films. It was a very yeah. decorated film, and I love everyone in it. Um, mm. And I found like the ending to be really like ugh, like anticlimactic and like nothingy and nothing built to a, a satisfying <laughs> enough conclusion. It was like, is he just been hit by a car? Is that what's happening? Mm. Is that what we're doing now? Uh, great. And then it finished. It was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, but I know that it's all in the journey and it's all very much. And then I was talking to someone afterwards um, and they were like, oh no, I didn't like it either. And I was like, oh good, I'm allowed to not like it. I, <laughs> I went through a long period of time being like, yes, I, I, I'm i wrong if there's a film that everyone else likes that I hate. So yes, unfortunately I did hate it because I was so angry. I'm sure if I watched it now with like a, an awareness that I didn't like it the first time around, maybe I would be pleasantly mm. surprised. And I'm sure there's a lot to recommend it, but I just couldn't be asked with it. I was just like, I'm, I'm actually mm. quite, I'm done. Apologies. <laughs> it's yeah i i really like it but i get why people hate it as well i've i've spoken to a, quite a few people that hate it oh good okay so it's just me i think the, no, no. the coen brothers are such like a uh critics darling sort of you know yeah. you can't sort of say you don't like them you have to be like <laughs> oh yes their best work is their most mm. long work <laughs> <laughs> they love doing that like uh those like endings that you're supposed to work out for yourself and like yes which they, they're a huge Sometimes can be very good. Have you seen Enemy? Enemy, no. It's with Jake Gyllenhaal, and he plays like a, it's like a double. Oh, it's a really good director. I can't remember. It's like um, he plays uh as a guy who see who finds like a, his doppelganger, and it's right. like that. And it's a similar thing in the sense nothing to oh, no, no Country Old Man, and I won't ruin it because you haven't seen it. But it, it's worth a watch because it's brilliant. But it's one of those songs. It's brilliant, but it's one of those films that when you finish watching it and you're like, what was what? <laughs> and you read all the stuff, you're like, okay, it's like, it's a metaphor about, it was about capitalism. What's it about? Like, and there's so yeah. many theories and you can't actually get to the, well, I couldn't find the theory that made me feel that that was the point of the film. So I yeah. didn't really know. And occasionally I get really annoyed about that, but sometimes it is quite nice to like work strike yourself. So I do appreciate it when it's done in a way that I think is arty rather than all oh, we've sort of forgotten. And then and I'll yeah. just leave it open probably. <laughs> cool. Great. Uh okay. So uh let's end the podcast there. Uh do you have any um anything you want to plug? How can we find you online? Oh sure. Uh, um I'm very You've got lots at the moment. I've, You've got lots going on at the moment. Well, I've got 
some some business so i'm doing um so i'm um, on twitter and instagram at stevie m but the s is a five it's very non-seo friendly and no one can ever find on air is five i'm sorry um and i'm on twitch as well and every thursday i do a twitch show which is like an online book club where me and a guest make up a book and uh talk about it and it's really fun it's only an hour long it's like that's twitch.tv forward slash stvm s also a five again really i really doubled down on it um and i have a podcast called nobody panic which is like a self-help podcast about how to do various things each week which was with me and another comedian called Tessa Coates but other than that very much just sort of sitting around <laughs> like us all like us we're all. all sitting we're all sitting around we're all trying to get things done trying to get things done while not being able to do anything that's what we're doing yeah uh can't wait for the next month <laughs> yeah me neither it's gonna be or it'll just be the same who knows who knows I'm going to get very into Twitch, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good, that's a good, that's a good distraction. It's nice. But anyway, thanks so much for doing this, Stevie. Oh, very welcome. It was really fun. It was really fun to have an excuse to watch Hook again, because I probably would never have rewatched it, because there's so many new films to watch that why would I watch one I've seen 40 <laughs> times as a child? But it was... And you have a, I keep bringing this up, you have a giant DVD collection. <laughs> I have a giant Blu-ray collection. Blu-ray collection. Please. It's 2020. Also, it, I, I must stress that that is my boyfriend. It's not really me. I um, has, <laughs> we've got a lockup. Not joking. We've got a lockup nearby with because he was in the house and we moved into like a flat. He uh, has uh, like six more boxes like this big, full of like hundreds of them. I don't know. Wow. Most of them aren't open. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that when you put you put a couple of pictures up before, and I'm like. Those are all still in there, Rafa. Yeah, because I'll buy them and I'll be like, we'll watch them for the future. But then, like, some of them, the, the weirdest one was like, yeah, we watched, like, The Martian in the cinema. He was like, it was a bit slow, a bit baggy. And then he bought the director's cut. And I was like... <laughs> Maybe this is going to be better. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but yeah, so many. Um, so it's, it's always... I can't rewatch anything because I've always got to be moving forward. It's always moving yeah. forward. I used to have a giant DVD collection. And then I stopped when Blu-ray came in and now I just had, I don't know what, I think they're in my parents' loft. Yeah, I don't, I think I've got rid of all my, I think it was just streaming, but he's obsessed with like the yeah. sound quality. He's like, the sound quality is not as good. And like, I guess it maybe isn't, but I'm fine. I don't care as much. I'm not going to notice. No, <laughs> he does notice. Have to say. Like, <laughs> this is Dolby Atmos. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thanks so much for doing it, Stevie. Absolute joy. Thank you for having me. That's the end of the podcast. You can find me on Twitter with the username at YCove or at Yaniscove on Instagram. Please remember to rate and review us on iTunes if you enjoyed this so I can end up making more. And I'll see you next week for more movies that critics got wrong.